using video. Isn't it something we all should be doing in this pandemic world? Today's guest actually has been here on the podcast before and has shared with us some great video strategies, and she gives us an update. Stay tuned after the sponsorship to find out more. Good afternoon, everybody. I am Tim Gillette, and we're back with another episode of the Tim Gillette Show. Today's guest is someone I kind of know this guy now. Let's face it. All right. We've been friends for, gosh, 10 years, I think. And uh, when I first met him, I was in awe, and I thought he was the coolest person on the planet. And now roles are reversed. He'll tell you I'm the coolest guy on the planet. But anyway, he's one of the coolest people on the planet. That's why he is on the show. I literally have to tell you guys that this guy here is the reason you have and are able to view the Tim Gillette show. Truthfully, it is. This man has been my coach and mentor since 2012, and there is a ton of areas that he has pushed me to go do that I am so happy he did. I'm just saying. But you're going to get to know my coach, my mentor, my friend, Craig Duswalt. Today, we're going to bring him on the show here. Are you ready, guys? Let's get to meet him. Mr. Craig Duswalt. Look, I'm, I'm clapping for myself. I know, I know. It's, it's like really uh, sad when you have to clap for yourself. We, I gotta get an, I gotta get a, like, I gotta get a, an audience clap. Yeah, you gotta get that, uh, uh, that button. You just press a button and everyone goes. And, and everybody claps, but yeah, yeah. So, Craig Duswall, it is so good to actually have you on what is actually called the Tim Gillette Show. You were on like my earlier versions of yeah, my I podcast. Was on in 1926, but I haven't been on the new version, and you've had it for what? 20 years or something? This is like um we're on season seven, I think. Seasons oh, we'll be in season seven next next month next week. Yeah. Lord have mercy. <laughs> um so Craig, all right. Yeah. Now, first of all, uh, you know, my audience knows you because I I, I mention your name all the time. By the yeah. way, my yeah. royalty checks are coming in soon, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're in the mail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because like every one of my podcasts you're mentioned on. Finally, you're on it though, though. Well, that's what, again, that's what the check is for. So, you know, we're good. We're good. Okay, this is marketing, this is, right? Uh, I, I hate him to talk about me all the time. Yeah, yeah. All right. And that's probably, yeah, that's it. All right. You wouldn't have an audience if Tim Gillette didn't talk about you. That's right. I, I, I owe it all to Tim Gillette. Tim Gillette, I am a mere peasant in his world. I Wait a minute. I got to get you on the camera saying, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, Tim Gillette, it's, it's, it's all, the reason I'm here is all Tim Gillette. Tim Gillette, the reason why I exist in this world and I have a successful brand is all because of Tim Gillette. Rockstar Tim Gillette. So I'm going to take that clip. Of course you are. All right. You are. You're gonna and I'm going to put that clip after the clip I play of you saying Guns N' Roses. This is all my idea. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, uh, I guess I'm giving back. I made Guns N' Roses, and you made me. <laughs> I didn't really make Guns N' Roses. No, you didn't. You didn't. But we'll get into that. Joke on a video that if you Google it, you'll probably see it. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's a whole thing. It's anyway. Whole thing. Yeah. So, Craig, one of the things I wanted to highlight on the show today and, and ask you about, all right, is your, the way you got started working in the music industry wasn't your plan, wasn't something you had out there, but it was your positive attitude in doing your job. Yes. And that's something I want you to explain to the audience, the positive attitude and how it got you that first job. Yeah. So my next event, whenever it is going to be, 
Um, I have this. Uh, oh, I just showed you really fast. Oh, I can't show you. But it's my new information and stuff. <clears throat> and one of those things is, you know, positive attitude, but like you mentioned, and energy. Like I'm a high energy guy. Mm -hmm. I'm very high energy. And I truly believe that in order to be successful, you need to have energy. Some people need to work out, uh, eat right, sleep well to get that energy. You know, people say, well, you're either born with it or you're not. That's not true. Mm -hmm. I was born with energy. I get it. But if you're not born with a lot of energy, you can certainly get it. But like I just said, working out, eating right, sleeping, all those things. So energy is a huge, huge thing. And so Tim was talking about me working at a theater in Long Island, New York, just out of college, literally worked there two weeks. And uh, Air Supply came in and did two shows. First night I worked the show, second night I wasn't working, but my mother wanted to go see the show. And to make a very long story short, uh, they uh, asked me to go on the road with them the next day. And I was in Wallingford, Connecticut the next day and toured with Air Supply for seven years simply because they said, we loved your positive attitude and your energy. So mm -hmm. they took me. They just said, you want to go on the road with this? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, they, and I went on the road because well, I, of those two reasons. And, and, and it's interesting because, you know, I, I've always listened to, that, to you tell that story. And, and the idea of, you know what I mean, most people would not attribute it to, you know, the positive attitude. They, you know, some people would come out and go, well, you know, well, I was just that good. You have always brought it back to, no, I just was doing the best of my job that I could do. Yeah. And because of that, they seen something in me. That's right. You know, yeah. Yeah, I, I, my, I have this thing, always do your best just in case someone's watching. It's mm -hmm. actually a marketing tip mm -hmm. because I, I believe that, you know, if you're Eeyore and you walk around, where the world is falling apart, which it is. But if you walk around, uh, just you know, say, oh, woe is me, everything is bad. No one's gonna wanna be in that world. No one's gonna want to align with someone like that. But if you have a lot of energy, a positive attitude, like uh, Glenn Morshauer, a good friend of ours, yeah. um, says, I get cast on all these shows. Yeah, I guess I'm good, I'm a good actor, just like a lot of people are, but they just wanna be around me because I'm fun to be around on the set. Same thing with Air Supply. They looked at me and said, this guy would be a fun guy to hang out with for seven years. Mm -hmm. Let's get that guy, you know? And, uh, well, and, and like uh, you introduced me to Glenn, all right? And yeah. and truthfully, I've had this conversation with Glenn in his car, him and I are driving somewhere one day. And I said, you know, I want to be around you, Glenn, not because you're an actor, because in real life, you're cool to hang, you're, you're, you're right. an experience to be around. And that is exactly what we're talking about, what you were, all right. And the band seemed that at the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and I know, you know, I've been in your mastermind since 2012 and I know I see that and, and everything you do for us as mastermind members is the positive attitude. And, and I've seen you backstage when you were going, <sighs> but you know, on the stage and my voice, like I'm losing now. Yes. Yeah. Like, you, like you lose your voice. I've, I've seen you. That was the first experience of seeing Craig live was watching him lose his voice. I used to do five day events. Yeah. I'm 59 years old, about to turn 60. And and I don't speak correctly. I don't speak from the diaphragm. I'm that guy. And did I just see Tessie Ward on there? Tessie Ward, yeah. Look at oh, that. God, I love you, Tessie. I love you, Katrina. Katrina's here. Um, uh, sugar helps really well. Right. <laughs> um, but um, I, uh, I have no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. I've been following you for too long. 
<laughs> you know, you're doing five days of, of uh, oh, being on the stage. Five days. Days. And then but I kept losing my voice after the third day. And I would like struggle to talk. And, um, you know, now I'm doing the same thing because I do a ton of Zoom shows every yeah. single day. But the best one of the month so far is Tim Gillette's show. Yeah, you can't you can't say that enough. All right, just <laughs> stroke my stroke my ego now. Yeah, make me feel good. Yeah, uh, Tom Petty show. Yeah. So, well, well, Craig, you know what I mean. Your journey took you though through working with Air Supply. All right, then uh, you did have a you did have a mark. You went to school for marketing. You were you're I, did. College, I have you? a marketing degree uh, from college. Yes. Okay. Um, like I have no college education. My marketing degree is the Craig Duswalt School of there you go. Which is a good, good school. Which is a good college to go to. Yeah. You know, uh, yes. I so I went to school for marketing, but I really learned. So that's traditional marketing. I know, I know all that stuff. That's traditional marketing. Went to school for it. Da da da. But uh, what I where I really learned how to market differently mm -hmm. is touring with Air Supply and Guns and Roses because. How do you get 80,000 people to come to a concert? So all I did was take all the stuff that they did as a band, as bands, and I just tweaked them to make it sound good for businesses to do. And some of them are crazy, mm -hmm. but some of them are, well, a lot of them are legit that you could do to market yourself for very little money. That's so like, yeah, my marketing is like, and this is the one I'm going to be trying soon. This is one that you've been saying, and uh, I've been saving these for the past two years. <laughs> you want to tell, you want to tell my listeners what they are for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's his junk mail. And he, in the mail, you know, we all get junk mail and they always have envelopes where they want you to stick either a survey in there or something in there or a check or whatever they want. And what I do is I take, because the postage is paid for on the envelope, it's a prepaid postage envelope. So I put flyers of my upcoming events, promoting my events in junk mail. So one of two things will happen. Either I'm going to stop the junk mail world because I'm sending, I, and I tell everyone to do this. So around the world, hopefully people are doing this. Or someone's going to sign up for my um, seminar because they have, uh, uh, it says, are you stuck in a dead-end job? This is mine. <laughs> Come to my Rockstar Marketing Bootcamp, which is what it used to be called, uh, and learn how to open up your own business or work for yourself or make more money on the side. <laughs> so uh, I used to do this thing in my events. Uh, so then the they would open up, all, all they do all day long is open up junk mail, put it on the side. And then they see my flyer, which is different, then all the things people have uh, uh, returned in the junk mail. And then the angels start singing because they are stuck in a dead end job. And all they do all day is open up envelopes. And this is their, they, they're probably waking up in the morning going, please God, today, give me a sign, some kind of sign where I could leave this horrible job of opening up envelopes all day. And then they see my flyer. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So Tim's got, a bunch of uh, junk well, mail envelopes. I, I I take a lot of ideas that I get from you though, and I take them to to another level. So I th I always think, how can I improve that? Not like you know, it's a bad idea, but going okay, how else? Yeah. How else? Because that's that's, that's a marketing mind. That's right. That is the whole idea of what I teach. My stuff can be crazy. I have a mm -hmm. lot of things 
that you go, hell no, I'm not going to do that. But it makes you think, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that, but maybe I can do this. And like Tim just said, you got to think the idea to do that. And he's doing something else, a variation of that. But that's that's the brainstorming. And that's the I just want to fuel the uh, the light bulbs in your heads. And then you go, well, I'm going to do it my way, which is totally great. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and, and one of the, the reasons that I think that way, and I think you, you kind of implement this in your teaching at, at your, your seminars is, you, I mean, you introduced me also to James Malinchek. All right. And James, I remember hearing James being interviewed one time and someone said, well, tell me one way to get 700 people in a room. And he said, I don't know one way. I can tell you 700 ways to get one person in a room. And that right. made me go, okay these are ideas. You take the idea and you try to get it to go one step further. And that's what I've always gotten from your marketing uh, at your seminars. And, and, you know, is it, was that the purpose behind it? It's getting people to, to think that's and it. not just follow my idea. Well, and think outside the box. Like mm-hmm. I, I come up with the weirdest stuff mm-hmm. to market your businesses. And like I said, some, most people won't do those. Mm-hmm. But it makes you think, okay, I'm not going to be as crazy as that Duzwolf guy, but I can do this, a variation of it. So uh, all I, like, I just try to help people think differently. That's the mm-hmm. main thing that I do. Mm-hmm. So uh, I want to switch back to where, you know, after you stopped working the seven years for Air Supply, did you then go into marketing by yourself or did you go do something else before the Guns and Roses? No, no, it was... Uh, I, um, let me think, I, I toured with Air Supply, ended like in 89, mm-hmm. and then I started with guns, and then, so no, I, 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 I did a couple of, um, I worked at a, uh, like a real estate company for a little while, mm-hmm. just trying to get a job after Air Supply, and I did that for about six months, maybe seven months, and then the manager of Guns N' Roses who used to be the security guard for air supply said, you ready to go back on the road? And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> so done with this. He goes, but I'm going to pay you a lot of money. And I'm like, what do I have to do? You have to babysit Axel Rose. And I'm like, wait, crazy. What? No. <laughs> no, that just sounds hard. And he goes, yeah, again, no, I'm going to pay you a lot of money. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I said, okay. And that's how I, I, I did that. Mm. So, and it's, and it's interesting because uh, one of the things you talk about, you know, at your seminars and you share a lot about Guns N' Roses stories, but one of the things you share that I, uh, because I teach blogging is you share the idea of doing the part two blog, my tart part two blog. And I did do it. I came home and did it. I think it was, was, well, it had to be 2000. It was the year they went to the, what they were, they were putting in the rock and roll hall of fame. Okay. They did it. And I went home and did this blog post, Axl Rose Crazy Part 2. I love it. And literally, I was at a party for like my biker group at the time. And this girl comes up and goes, Tim, I read that blog post. Where's Part 1? So for those of you that don't know what the hell we're talking about right now. (laughs) So I have this like outside-the-box marketing idea. How to get people to see all of your social media is write Part 2 of a blog. So say... You're writing a blog about how to get people to show up to seminars. You go part two dash how to get people, how to get butts and seats, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, they read it and they're like, oh, shoot. Well, there's probably a lot of good information on part one of this blog, but uh, where is it? And it doesn't exist. <laughs> so what they do is they go to all of your social media 
<laughs> especially if your part two blog is very intriguing and very good where they have to find out what happened in part one. And it's just a great way to get people to see and like all your stuff. And sometimes they go, oh, dude, that was cheesy. And then they go, but damn, that was a good idea. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know this, and I don't know if I've told you this. The very first time I ever searched and found you was I was because I was my original brand was Rocker Life Coach, and I was doing a search on who was using the name Rockstar. All right. And I came across it was like a, a, a part three of a five part series that you did on YouTube. Yeah. Yes. And I found part three, part four, part five. I could never find part one and two. Th those do exist. I know they do, but I'm like, but when I, that's why when you said that from the stage, it clicked. And I'm like, oh, I get it uh, now. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, no, those, there's somewhere. Actually, sad, my YouTube channel was hacked about yeah. five months ago. So I lost a ton of videos. I mean, I have them on my like hard drive, but they're so bad from when I first started as a speaker. I'm actually a good speaker now. Uh, in the beginning, I was like, um, uh, um. So one of the people I hope someday to get on my podcast to interview about this uh, clip that he has of you is Adam Ace. I've never had Adam Ace. On oh my, my gosh! I got to get Adam on my show. So anyway. I'm trying to get him on my show too. Yeah. So he's working again. So. He it's good. He's it's good. He's working. I love him. All yeah. right. Because I I would still be rocker life coach and be broke if it wasn't for sitting in a yeah. room with the two of you. <laughs> so he's a college comedian. Yeah. He, he tours colleges, especially in the Northeast. Just works like. I don't know, 250 days a year. He's always on the road. Just a very funny guy. So he put together a uh, video of me uh, doing uh, uh, stuff. He pulled out all my uhs and ums in my first. It's like your first or second seminar, wasn't right. it? <laughs> my first seminar, my first one. And I was like mortified. When I saw it, I'm like, oh, my God, I suck. <laughs> but but one of the things that you encourage at your seminars, all right, and it's huge that I've noticed, and I've noticed it in you, and that is is you're huge about why you need to be have, surround yourself with the proper team, like mm -hmm. as we're talking about, as we're talking about Adam, as the proper team, and it's why you've led a very successful mastermind for, I think, what, 14 years now, I think. Is it? Uh, 15. Yeah. 15 years, yeah. All right. And you talk about this very concept because of some things that you had. When you first started speaking, it was not rock star or rock your life. What was your first line of, of events? I was America's shoestring budget coach. So here's picture the scene, intelligent people, because I was not intelligent. I'm a marketing guy, and somehow I missed this. But anyway... I wrote four books on marketing your business on a shoestring budget. And then I do a seminar called Marketing Your Business on a Shoestring Budget. And I teach at the seminar all these ways to save a ton of money on marketing. And then I try to sell a five to $10,000 coaching program when I just told them you don't need to spend any money on marketing. And then I tried to sell something. It didn't work. And I'm like, okay, that, that didn't, I sold zero like zero yeah and then luckily i went back to the group uh i emailed them all i said obviously that was a mistake that price and i think i dropped it to 2000 with 2500 for like a six-month thing and then 30 people uh, signed up and that that was my beginning 
of the Rockstar Mastermind, which is now the Rock Your Life Mastermind. Yeah. Now, I mean, but yeah, and, and you Rock did not life. find the idea. Oh. Rock Your Life. Rock, yeah, Rock Your Life. It's right there. We're going to, we're going to, yeah, we're going to, I need to get that on our thing, but anyway. Um, I have it on a t-shirt. If you ever notice my one headshot with long hair, it still has that. Yeah, it's got the t-shirt. Yeah. Rock Your Life logo. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think I had one with, uh, with uh, Ryan's old, old t-shirt liner. I had one with that too. So oh, right. Uh, yeah. The uh, graph gear or something. Yeah, yeah. I, and basically, because I was no, doing a photo shoot and and he was there with his shirts, and I said, let me borrow one of these shirts so I can do a photo shoot for you to put on your Instagram. It could have been uh, graph gear from Hayden or Dimes. From I think it was graph gear from Hayden. Okay. I, I think it was Hayden's line I, that I did it with. And I basically, if your kids do something, I buy it. You're so sweet. Just like. Or, or, I, or I buy them out. There you go. <laughs> I have I have like five books left because we're keeping them one for each of us because yeah. Tyler wrote a book my ten year old at the time who's now twenty one but Tim bought because he does blogging he he bought all the books I gave him a deal and and, I, and, and and that's that's me learning marketing from you because I've got I've gotten it and I I can't tell you how many times Craig that I'll put that book up as part of the package I offer speaking in an event. Yeah, and somebody will go up. Oh, I, I just want that book. I'm like, you can't. You can get it for me. And they're like, well, no. So then they come up trying to take a picture of it, and they go search, search it, and everything. And I'm like, go ahead. Yeah, no <laughs> more exists except for. I'm the cheaper way to get it. You can get the digital version from Craig, and his right. package is usually twice mine. So go yeah. ahead. Yeah, right. <laughs> one way or another, you're gonna pay five hundred no, thousand for that and, thing. And it's with your brand, so yeah, it makes total so. sense. Oh, look at this. Uh, Kathy Pendleton stopped in. Oh, so. my gosh. Kathy Pendleton is yeah. in the house. Wow. All the cool people are dropping in today. Yeah. So, so Craig, as as you learned, all right, as we learned, I learned from you and, I, and your story progressed. All right. Your time on the road with Guns N' Roses. Now, I know that, like, you know what I mean? They're a pretty wild thing. What are some very, very unique things that you learned about life from Guns N' Roses? Yeah. Not business, but because I know now your, your brand is not... Just marketing, it's life and everything. What are some unique things about life you've learned from Guns N' Roses? Well, um, so, I mean, many things, right? Yeah. Uh, the biggest thing, because we all as entrepreneurs, I, I guess I can't speak for all of us, but I know me and many entrepreneurs lack discipline mm -hmm. because we're our own bosses. And if we want to take off a day or two or a week because we just don't want to work, we can. Now, of course, that's going to hurt your uh, income if mm -hmm. you do that. Because if, as an entrepreneur, you gotta, you have to make your own income. But uh, I learned discipline from Guns N' Roses. Like, and you'd be like, most people would be like, discipline from Guns N' Roses, really? Well, every day, uh, slash, when he'd wake up at six in the evening, uh, he would play guitar and the scales like every single day, just the basic scales on the um, guitar. And it was just like the foundation, the fundamentals of guitar. Nothing fancy, just like da 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 da, da that type thing on guitar. Uh, every single day, even if he was really hungover, he would do that every day. And then Axel, before every show, would uh, uh, warm up his voice in the shower, mm -hmm. get a tape that he warmed up his voice to. And then after the show, when everyone's going to party, he had to cool down his voice. So he took a shower and then cooled down the voice. And he did it every single show. And that's how, at the time, in the early 90s, how he kept his voice. I mean, this man trashes his voice every night. 
you know, with any sang because he sings high, he screams. And I look at that, look at this. I'm losing my voice just talking, mm -hmm. never mind uh, screaming like that. So you have to do a lot of training uh, to get that to a point where you can do uh, two, three, well, actually three, four, five shows a week. Mm -hmm. So I learned discipline from them. Uh, there's a uh, uh, God, a million things. Uh, do you know any that I that off the top of your head? No, it's it's. I wanted to pull you on the spot. That hopefully I was. Oh, sorry, I, I, I have a whole section. Yeah, I have a whole section. Oh, 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 encores. Now, this isn't really just Guns and Roses. This is any band mm -hmm. is uh, the encore. So when we go to concerts, they do the show, then they go backstage and they come out for the encore. So in business, we should think like rock stars. So instead of just doing the job that you are required to do, just go above and beyond and do more than expected all the time. So they they do their show and they contractually, they're done. But they come back on to give the audience more for their encore. So mm -hmm. in business, always give an encore. Mm -hmm. And it, I, I, I really could have learned that from any band, mm -hmm. but I thought about it. Uh, with Guns N' Roses, because I every night I would see a show. So I'm looking at that going, you know, it's amazing that that this industry is the only industry I know that does encores. You mm -hmm. know, why don't we do that in business? Why don't we, we're done with a job and then maybe send the client that you just worked for something else above and beyond, whether it's a basket or a gift or a thank you note, as simple as a thank you note or something after the job is done instead of just letting just the job be done. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, and and, and again, uh, me, the marketing mind, but you know what I mean? Learning from you, I, 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 you know, we've been, a, and my family been a huge fan of the Eagles. The Eagles always do two encores. Wait, and they that, leave and then they, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do two encores because yeah, and if you and if you, if you know anything about the Eagles, if you study anything they do, they have a, what's called the third encore, but that's the band in the back part anyway. Uh, anyway, that used to be the party in the back, but the second encore is usually where they played Hotel California, which is their biggest song, right? Um, and even when we went to see them uh, in 2013, my, uh, Gwen and I went to see them uh, in Kentucky and they did, they did two encores. And I'm like, they do, they do two, they still do two encores, yeah. And is what? the um, is the second encore only um, uh, Hotel California? No, it's usually uh, it's usually like I think it was like the second one was like a Joe Walsh song, and then Hotel California, but it was two like songs everybody wanted to hear. Oh, so it. I think it was like uh, what's Joe's? Um, you know the one where he talks about you know everybody everybody wants to be Joe or meets Joe or uh, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, I, I, yeah, I know what you mean though. Yeah. yeah, that I think it was that one. The first encore was like interesting for them because that was the tour that they bought brought Bernie Ledham back with them, and he came out on that set on that first encore, and then the second encore it was Joe, and and then they did Hotel California. Now the encore I wanted to see because I've all, I've seen Don Felder I want to see Don Felder in it but anyway I want to see all of them together but I'll ne that'll never happen right just like just like I want to see uh, you know uh, what's his uh, you know uh, Dennis DeYoung with sticks so <laughs> I would love to see it oh yeah uh, but you know I think they they'll never work that out but anyway aren't you like a, a sticks groupie or something like that sticks Van Halen and um Van Halen's my favorite band sticks is my second favorite and uh the third being the Eagles 
So very nice. All right, and yes, uh, I have a picture with me and sticks. Where like I was the rock star for a day. I know. They were, <laughs> like, they, were they were bowing down to you. <laughs> that was a fun thing to do, and I would have never thought to do that if not for being with a marketing coach who ah. teaches you to think outside the box. Yes. That's anyway, all me. Yeah. So, uh, Craig, I, I know that, you know what I mean, your world has changed over the past year with COVID and everything. Yeah. And um, you, for years, were uh, on the West Coast and decided to uproot everything and move. Hell yeah. To the center of the country. Uh, you want to tell us about that? No. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. <sure. laughs> That's uh, twice today he has stumped me, ladies uh, and gentlemen. <laughs> So yeah, we uh, we lived in LA for the longest time. I'm originally from New York, moved to LA, and then just decided, you know what? Uh, sick of getting um, uh, evacuated for the fires mm -hmm. every year from our house. In fact, there's fires going on right now, which is so sad. Every year around this time, there's fires, and um, you know we had a, a nice house in California, and the the taxes. And the property taxes and the utilities were through the roof. Mm -hmm. And my two kids go to TCU out here in Texas. So we just decided, you know what? Uh, uh, I'm a speaker. So I'd love to be in the middle of the country. Mm -hmm. So I could go two hours or two and a half hours at the most anywhere in the country at the most. Mm -hmm. So I just, we made a, a decision. We get to be near our kids. We save a boatload of money. And because the way COVID was a blessing, mm -hmm. and trust me when I say this, it is the furthest thing from a blessing. Mm -hmm. But if I wanted to take one itty bitty little positive out of COVID is we learned how to do business online. And we learned you don't have to be in the same state anymore yeah, to run right. a business, you know? So we just... Uh, Bought a house here in Texas, North Dallas, and uh, we're on a golf course. And we paid like one third of what I sold my house. And it's almost as big as my house in California, not on a golf course. It's but you're, you, you know, when COVID ends, all right, you're, you're, you are still going to eventually do, I'm going to go back to doing seminars in oh, California. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do one in the Dallas, North Dallas area and one in uh, California. And then I have a mastermind group that Tim is part of. And I'll do a bunch of uh, masterminds in California as well. I'm also going to, um, when this COVID thing lets up, probably in the year 2029, the way I'm joking, but um, go to Florida too. Maybe even do one there because I have family in Florida and we have a lot of people in the mastermind that live on the East Coast. So I might do a Florida mastermind as well. I, I, I remember the Florida one we did and yeah. I actually was reminiscent and telling telling my mom about it the other day. Uh, yeah. Remember the mastermind where Adam came in with all the stuff? Yeah, with the stuff? With, remember Adam had his game show and everything set up? Oh my gosh, that's right. That was hysterical. That he well, takes this on tour with him. It's part of his uh, routine when he speaks to colleges. But yeah, he brought it to the mastermind. It was hysterical. Well, uh, the reason we brought it up and as was, uh, you know what I mean? Some very sad things have happened in our in our world, both both yours and mine here. The last couple of days, as one of our mastermind members, Andy Sokol, has passed away, and just it was 
we were talking about it and I was explaining, I was explaining Andy and Gina to my mom. Now my mom, I, I wasn't sure cause Andy and Gina have spoken at my events here in Dallas. Right. And I wasn't sure if she'd met them, but I was explaining who they were. And I said, well, we had this mastermind thing that Craig did in Florida one time. And Gina is so competitive right? that, that like, you know, we were in groups and we have to do these competitive things real quick to win points. Yeah. And one of them was, I need a girl in the group to kiss a guy in the group. And Gina, I was the closest and Gina just grabbed me and kissed me. And Oh, I and, remember now. And yeah. all the balloons we stuck in, in the box. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and I remember that the kiss thing because Adam was blown away and he goes, wait a minute, Gina, you live with Andy. The two of you are in the same group, but yet you kissed him. Explain. I totally remember that. Oh my gosh. We had so much fun. Back that was one of the funnest times we've had in the Florida ones. Was oh that, my gosh. That one there. Yeah. yeah. Florida was, are you sure that was Florida? It was because there was, wait a minute. That was also... I remember because I remember the room. It was a weird triangle type room. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was also the room that I got the whole group on every suggestion oh, you made God. to go, ah, no. This is, this is how bad of a person Tim Gillette is. Let me share with you all what a horrific person this is. So I'm in my, my mastermind group. And there's like, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 people in the room. And we're brainstorming. We have hot seats where someone comes up, sits in the hot seat and shares an issue that they're having with their business or their anything. So it was, uh, uh, was it? Uh, um, Sandra Champlain. Sandra Champlain, yeah. yeah. She volunteered. Um, yeah, we asked for a volunteer and she volunteered to be able okay. to do well, it. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So she's in the hot seat and she, she expresses her issues. And I am really good at giving ideas for people for their business. But little did I know that Tim set the room up while we were at a break or something. And when we came back in, it was already set up and I had no idea what's going on. But I'm giving Sandra these great ideas and everyone in the audience is doing this. Well, I mean, maybe, I don't know. No, no. That's like, like across the whole way. And I remember John Hrivnak was sitting in the front row and he was stressing beyond belief. <laughs> I'm like, John, are you okay? You look like you're going to have a heart attack. I can't take it anymore. We're lying. We're lying. Tim made us do it. So every great idea I was given, they were shutting it down. They were going, no, not a good idea. And someone would give another idea. I'm like, wow, what the hell is going on? Like, I used to be good at this. You start doubting yourself. <laughs> thank God John said I can't take it anymore. Tim made us do it. <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean? There there is, you know what I mean? There, there, there's some aspect to that though I've noticed with your mastermind. And I don't know if this is how you originally planned it out. That I gotta say, most of the people I've seen in the mastermind over the past 10 years, it becomes a family. All right. Oh, yeah. Where oh, you know what I mean? We we, you know, I mean, we get involved in each other's lives and I love the structure, how you have it set up to where you never, you know what I mean? We never want to leave. All right. So and, I'll, I'll tell everyone what the structure is. Yeah. So I offer my mastermind for a certain amount of money. The second year is half price and the third year and beyond is half that price. Mm -hmm. So the third year and beyond is a thousand dollars a year, a thousand dollars a year to stay in my mastermind. Now my, my prices are changing just so everyone knows. But 
uh, because I have 180 people in my mastermind, and that's great. But, uh, you know, I don't want to get it too big. So anyway, um, yeah, no one ever leaves because they're at the $1,000 level. They're there for three years. I've had people in the mastermind for 10 years, 12 years, 14 years, uh, and they never leave because they have to pay $1,000 a year. And I get great speakers. We have great events. We do tons. Of, well, now I'm doing a ton of Zoom calls as well. So, you know, it's hard to leave. And, and I love that because it is what I set out to do, Tim, was to make it a family. And we, mm -hmm. we have so many people that help each other out. It's not just about me at all. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know everything by far, but I know someone that knows something for sh that, that I don't know. And that's the strength of our mastermind. Because like I said, we have about 180 people. Someone knows something about that subject. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know what I mean? I said in 10 years, I count on at least a half dozen things that were, were joint ventures that were created in the mastermind yeah. that really you were nothing more than standing in the room when the idea came up. Yeah. All right. And, and that's, that's exactly how it comes out. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, I, I, I didn't know if you planned that when you did it, but it's like, it is, it, it seems like this brilliant plan. <laughs> well, it, I did actually plan because I saw other speakers that charge like 15,000 to be in their mastermind. Mm -hmm. and the second year is still 15,000. Mm -hmm. And then my thinking is, that's great. You know, they're going to make a lot of money, but they're not going to keep the camaraderie that we yeah. have. Yeah. Because not everyone can afford to keep paying a large amount of money. Yeah. Well, I mean, and then the other thing I looked at it because a mastermind is, and, and I'd love your thought on this since I'm, I'm interviewing today is, my thought thinking into it was, is when I came into it, I need, when I came to the mastermind, I needed the most. That first two years, I need a yes, lot. Yes. Now I'm in 10 years yeah. and half the time I'm there to give the ideas now, right? Yeah. Now I get ideas by, by giving them, but the longer you're in, the more you become a leader in the group and the more you're there to help. Absolutely. And if, yeah. and if you didn't structure the group the way you did, right. you get rid of the leaders when you need the most. Definitely. And Tim, just today, in fact, on we had a, a mastermind meeting uh, two hours ago, two and a half hours ago on Zoom. And uh, he gave two great ideas to two people in our mastermind, like really great ideas. And I have no ego in this at all. I love when my mastermind comes up with an idea that I didn't have, because that's the whole idea. I mean, there's no way that I'm going to come up with a great idea every single day for every single person. It's, it's impossible. No one can do that. Mm -hmm. But if you have 180 people working together, or, or at least, you know, 50 of the 180 consistently, you know, yeah, yeah. it's gold. Well, and also, I mean, and, and this is also, I, I've seen this, and I've always thought this to be brilliant on your part as well, is, you know what I mean, you're, you're, you're building. But I remember the very first event of yours I came to. Like now you're doing three day events. I remember you doing to to share the process and offering your mastermind. You said, let me let me let me give you an example of what a mastermind is. Can I we have a mastermind in the room right now? And you ask the people in the room about how you were wanting to structure your event. I don't know if you remember doing that. Yeah, yeah. But that got me going, oh my gosh, that's that's what a mastermind is. Wow. All right, yeah. because you know, and then I watched you transition your event into exactly what you asked the room what they wanted. So it's like you learning from the people in the Absolutely. room what to go create for them. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, I look, I still haven't learned everything by any stretch of the imagination, 
So I still go to seminars. I'm still learning. I'm still reading books. I like getting ready for my next event. I am like in major, major uh, research. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm doing a whole new event and I'm just doing tons of research to make it a totally different for me. Cause I, I hate doing the same thing over and over again, but uh, it, it's fun. I love doing that. I love researching. I cool. love cool. reading. I love doing that. Well, Craig, you know, there is always one question I ask everybody because it's something that uh, has impacted my life. When I was 21 years old, I worked for this part-time job and it was this guy named Frank. I asked for job advice one day and he gave me a bit of advice that turned out to be life advice. And that was, he basically said to me, I was having problems with the running the shift. I was at a gas station and I, I, I just have a problem. And I said, well, Frank, how do I do this? And he says, Tim, pretend on your shift from 4 to 10 p.m. like you own this business. Yeah. And because of that, I've learned to take ownership of everything I do in my life. I like that. And I got that advice when I was 21 years of age. Has someone given you job advice that turned out to be life advice? So my brother-in-law, William Malintak, mm-hmm. um, he told me a long time ago, and I put this in my uh, seminars as well, and I give him credit for it. He calls it go and tell no man. Mm-hmm. And it's a thing where we are all as entrepreneurs we get an idea and we get so passionate about the idea and you look it up online and you're like oh my god this is so good i'm so excited about this and and you're like i'm going to launch this i'm going to do this but then you tell your mother your father your brother your sister your aunt or an uncle and they're like well it's already been done before oh you can't do that uh you don't have enough money you don't have enough this you don't have the knowledge to do that you don't have the background to do that you don't have the connections to do that and so this great passionate idea that you had is now deflated and then you end up not doing it mm-hmm. and they're all they're trying to protect you because they just they love you so much the ones that love you so much they just try to protect you mm-hmm. well uh, i when i come up with something new i make sure that it's a viable thing i, I really mm-hmm. do i do the research i make sure people are googling this you know um, all that stuff. But then I, I don't share it until it's got the logo, the trademark and everything. And I'm all in. Now I did make one mistake with that because I wrote four books as the American <laughs> shoestring budget coach. But if I didn't do that, and if I didn't release those four books, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have brought them to a mastermind meeting, not mine, someone else's James Malachak's, and said, here are my books. What do you all think of this? And they're like, dude, you just told us this great story about air supply and Guns N' Roses, and now you wrote books on America's shoestring budget coach? What are you, retarded? What's the matter with you, dude? What are you, ill? What's the matter? I hate the word retarded. Strike that. Don't like that word. What are you just like, what are you, crazy? Anyway, I was like, oh my gosh, they're right. Like, And that's when I came up for Rockstar System for Success, Rockstar Marketing, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. If I didn't write those books and jump in, who knows what would have happened. Yeah. But, but because I did that, yeah, I spent a couple of bucks doing it. But I did the research and I found out people do want to save a ton of money in marketing and advertising. And the funny thing is Rockstar Marketing still saves people a ton of money in marketing and advertising. But it's called something completely different, which now works better than America's Shoestring Budget Coach. Yeah. It's yeah, you know, it's interesting. I'm glad I'm glad you told that story because it really is interesting that you know that you, because of that I've learned 
how I research things. And I know we talked about something I'm a project I'm working on back in July that like I, I, I stick my nose out there to try it by talking to the mastermind. Yeah. And I take it back in and tweak it and adjust it before I release yeah. it out. It's like, yeah. that's exactly now I'm learning from your mistake. And, yeah. and, here, yeah. and here's the deal about the mastermind. It's a safe place mm -hmm. where, like I just said, go and tell no man. But in the mastermind, I highly suggest you share the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Because these are people that are also entrepreneurs uh, in the same arena as you, not mm -hmm. just a family member. That is nothing that that does that don't even know the industry at all, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Craig, it's been a joy having you on the show and getting to, getting to ask well, you questions of today. It has. But uh, before we go, I want to make sure people can take this to the next level. Some people are going to want to find out about your events, your books, yeah. things you're doing. How do they best reach you? What's the best website? So the the number one website is my name, CraigDoeswalt.com. Oh, look at that. There it is. Yeah. Uh, wow, you're good. So CraigDoeswalt.com is my main website. From there, you can click on events. You can click on book me as a speaker, pretty much anything. So I tell everyone, just go there first. There's an opt-in box. You can get a free book if you want. Uh, my, my Rockstar System for Success book, ebook. Uh, so that's where everything starts, right there. Because here's a tip: I'm a speaker first, mm -hmm. so I book myself as Craig Doeswalt keynote speaker. So I get jobs as keynote speakers, and then I have events and other things on the side that I also, when I'm promoting an event, I will send someone directly to an event page. But it all starts at craigdoeswalt.com. Cool, cool. Well, yeah. it's it's uh, it's been great having you on. But before you go, I've got yeah. this little game called This or That. This. I learned yeah. this from Sammy Hagar and his show. I figured I was cooler than Sammy. So I would just do this nine questions. Okay. This or that. I'll give you two choices. You pick one. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah, baby. Number one, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. Like, do you know that like this, like the 55th anniversary of Star Trek this is this past week? No, I did not. But I'm not a huge, I, look, I like Star Wars, but I'm not, I, I never really, really got into it. But I love Star Trek. Okay. All right. Uh, my next one, soap operas, General Hospital or Days of Our Lives? General Hospital, I was on it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, you, you didn't think I'd come up with that one, did you? No, that's a good one. No one's ever asked me that one. All right. The next one here, I'm going to be a little bit, I'm going to pry in a little bit here and go, the better guitarist. Oh, okay. Slash or Brian May? Wow, dude, that is so unfair. They're both dear friends of mine. Um, all right, I will say this, though. I will say this. The, the better... Um, True guitarist is Brian May. Mm -hmm. Slash is amazing at heavy metal hard rock. Mm -hmm. But for if you really wanted to get into the real, I would I would say Brian May. Yeah. I, 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 I love you, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I I had I had sorry. That was the one I had. That was my trick one. That's the yeah, best trick you. I could come up with to play on you. <laughs> so uh, next couple one here are food categories, and the next one right. being hamburger or taco. Hamburger. Yeah, I knew it was. This is what I like about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby. Beer or wine? Wine. Red or white? Just, just red. Yeah, I know. I've, I, I know. I've sat at your house and right. drank it with you. <laughs> Cabernet Sauvignon. 
Um, breakfast, would you rather have bacon or sausage? Bacon. I figured as much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which do you like living in better, Texas or California? Texas! <laughs> like by a mile. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, I love California. Yeah. No. There's too many, too many things going on, and it's a scary place now because of the fires all the time. There's too much stuff going on. Yeah. I'm, I'm chill here, man. This is great. I love this area. Um, now our controversial ones come in. Okay. At your house, does the toilet paper grow over on the roll or under? Over. Over. I had to look. <laughs> Who we have that under? We have it two bathrooms in our house. All right. Downstairs, Gwen has it over. Upstairs, it's just sitting on the back of the toilet. I don't care. <laughs> no, we're over. Craig, I have on this show some of my greatest conversations around that thing. The best ones are the the you know the the you know rainbows, unicorns, love. Why can't we all get along? And you ask that question, and like fangs come out. Over. Uh, it's true. Okay. Uh, We're passionate about our, and also I'm like bunched up, not folded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, last one here: boxers or briefs? Boxers. I, I have my Tommy John boxes. I figured you were. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it's been ha great having you on the show. One more time, tell everybody the website they can get a hold of you. Uh, if uh, they, make sure they hear the audio too. It's so. right there. It says craigdoeswalt.com, D-U-S-W-A-L-T. And thank you all in my mastermind and the people that I know on your call for joining us today. It's appreciated. Tessie, I haven't seen you in so long. Hope mm -hmm. everything is going well. Katrina, I just saw the other day. Uh, who else was on this? Uh, Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. Yeah, Kathy. Kathy I'm, I'm going to email you back in a minute. Yeah. Kathy. So, um, but I appreciate you being on the show, Craig. All right. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule, showing, sharing with my community, you know what I mean? Your story and just some of the stuff you got going on. I really appreciate that. And congratulations on a very successful show. You are our uh, success story in my mastermind because I can't get it together to do a podcast myself yeah you can you just can't throw away the recordings I just, don't even ask don't even ask it's a whole we're not going there all right we don't have time today but um anyway oh, gosh. <laughs> um do well, what I, I teach not as i do yeah well i want to thank you guys the listeners for tuning in today i really appreciate you guys and if you haven't already go to timgillette.com go to the youtube channel and subscribe or where you get your podcasts make sure you subscribe so you can catch every episode as we do it either live or recorded I'll be back with another guest real soon. In the meantime, go check out craigduswalt.com and maybe I'll see you at one of his next seminars. Okay, guys, have a great week. Bye.